Welcome to Divorce Stories with attorney Dennis Vetrano, the show for people that want real answers to real divorce questions from a real divorce lawyer. And now here's your host, attorney Dennis Vetrano. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Divorce Stories. I'm your host, divorce attorney Dennis Vetrano, and we're at episode number 24 today. Again, I'd like to remind everybody, if you have any questions you'd like to hear us answer on the podcast, do not hesitate to send them to divorcestoriespodcast at gmail.com. And also, definitely check us out on TikTok, at DRVLaw. 5,000 of you already do, and thank you so much for that. There's a lot of interesting content every day, new stuff out there. I think you'd really get a kick out of it, so check that out for sure. Uh, Let's get right into it today, and this does come from a question that I answered on TikTok. I'd just like to expound upon it a little bit. Should I keep a diary in my custody and visitation case? And my answer to that question on TikTok was, I don't want to quote, but it's close. Yes, yes, and absolutely yes all the time. It's funny because I had another attorney write in and say, well, if I, you know, maybe if I know the case is going. I mean, here's the thing. With custody and visitation cases, and I've handled thousands of them over my 20 plus year career. You never know if your custody and visitation case is going to trial. And you don't want to wait until the last minute to start preparing your information for that trial. Trials, and and bear in mind, this comes back from my, it it really harkens back to the beginning or the early part of my career when I was a prosecutor. The way we drafted our pleadings as a prosecutor was based on the evidence we would put in at trial to prove the case. You already have everything you need right now before you draft the petition to prove your case. That's the best way to practice law. That's the most responsible way. That's the way I practice. So what I'm asking you to do for me is, yes, yes, absolutely yes, in any custody and visitation case, keep a diary. So many questions came in for that. And in fact, I, you know, tens of thousands of people, I think it was something like 25,000 views on that video um, and a lot of comments and people were asking, okay, you know, they were asking questions like, what is it? Like, how do I do it? what information should be in there. So let's tackle that. What is it? First thing is, it can be anything. It can be a handwritten binder. Do you ever see those spiral notebooks you used to have back in high school? It can be one of those. It can be a binder. It can be your phone. It can be the calendar that hangs on the wall in your kitchen. Just make little notes in there. It can also, you can also take use, or, or take advantage of rather, but Take advantage of using programs and technology to keep that organized. So you can use your phone, you can use a program, a binder, a notebook, really anything, okay? What should be in that diary and how do you get started, okay? The standard in law for custody and visitation is best interests of the child. Again, this is all, I want everybody to be clear. I'm a New York divorce lawyer. This is all based on New York state law, okay? Standard, best interests of the child. So, best interests of the child, right? What is that? Well, it can be anything. It can be school schedule. It can be which parent is in the best position to foster a strong relationship with the other parent. It can be your mental stability. It can be, do you have any substance abuse issues? Do you have any CPS history? Do you have any criminal history? Yes, all of those things are relevant. Have there been any order protections uh, issued? Is there any domestic violence? Um, Who has the strongest relationship with the kids? Who's the primary caretaker? All of those things. 
So anything that would be relevant for best interest of the child would necessarily be relevant for your diary, for your notebook. So for example, following also, keep in mind, following the orders issued in your case. So, for example, a lot of times the other parent's supposed to have visitation. Well, I'm supposed to have visitation Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, right? Okay. So, called up mom. She didn't show up to pick up the kids for visitation on Monday. Write it down. Uh, just got the records from the daycare, and it seems that every time dad drops the kid off, the kids off at daycare, he's a half an hour late. Just found out at the teacher's meeting that when the kids are with mom, she doesn't do their, ho- their schoolwork with them. She doesn't do their homework. Kids came back from dad's place and said they were riding a motorcycle and fell off their motorcycle and broke their arm. Asked the child what happened. Dad was nowhere to be found, wasn't properly supervising. These may be relevant for other issues as well, but you're keeping these notebooks, okay? You're keeping, you know, are they compliant with the order? How are they doing with the school? Or, for example, mom scheduled a a dentist appointment. She's supposed to tell me when it is so I can be present for it as well. Never told me. Write it down. And what should be in there? How should you write this down? Date, brief description of what happened. Boom, done. And it doesn't need to be anything special. Just a quick note, okay? Why am I telling you to do this? Multiple different reasons. One, because when you, even just for your own reference, you can look back at that diary. If it's been two or three years and your diary is about 150 pages, maybe you got to be taking a look at your circumstance and go to a divorce lawyer and say, hey, we need to take a look at this and see if we need to do something here. You may also look at your diary and it's got two pages in it in five years, three notes. Every person, every mother, every father is human. You don't do everything right all the time. You're not going to be on time all the time. Sometimes your kid's going to fall and get hurt. You're never going to, you know, it's going to be rare that you're going to agree on everything all the time. And that's okay. If you got one or two or three or two pages of notes for five years of of co-parenting, you're doing pretty well. Okay. And in that case, you say, hey, I look at this notebook five years later, we're doing great. Then you give yourself a pat on the back. Like I said, if your diary's got 150 entries in six months, then you got a problem. So first, it's for your reference, okay, to just have an eye towards how are you doing here? How's this co-parenting relationship working? How's your existing custody and visitation arrangement working? Because if that diary's blank, it's doing pretty well. Number two, if there is ever an attorney for children appointed in one of these cases, this information may be relevant for their purposes, Because they're going to ask you questions theoretically. I mean, listen, law guardians are supposed to do a lot of different things. One of the things is gather information from every source to make sure they're fully and completely representing their child client well. One of the things that might be relevant might be a copy of your notebook. Talk to your lawyer first, but it might be relevant for the law guardian to say, hey, what's been happening with my child client? Because I was just appointed two weeks ago and they're five years old. What's been happening with my child client between these two parents within the context of this co-parenting relationship or this custody and visitation arrangement over the past five years? What's been happening? I want to know. You've got it all right there. You may say, hey, well, you know, he's never on time and he's never on this, you know, and dad never does the homework or mom doesn't supervise well. Okay, first thing they're going to ask you, how frequently? When and what? That's what lawyers do. And you're going to say, well, it was 50 times. Okay, do you remember when? Oh, I don't know. You got your diary, you remember when, right? 
Also, many people ask me about forensics and custody visitation cases. Forensic, which is essentially a psychological or mental health evaluation to give some level of guidance or recommendation in a custody and visitation case, that's what those are, they're only as good as the information you put in the top. At the end, you're going to get a recommendation, right, from a professional. But at the top, you're going to put a bunch of information in. What we call it in the business is, as lawyers is background information. Your diary could be part of that background information. Because you're going to say, hey, mom or dad was doing X, Y, Z for years. What do you think they're going to say? They're going to say, no, I never did that. I never did that. Not true. But if you've got a notebook with everything documented, who do you think they're going to believe? Right there in the top. The last piece, and well, not the last piece, the second to last piece, and maybe one of the more important pieces, is for your lawyer, and when I say second to last piece, it's for two reasons for your lawyer. Because when you go into a lawyer, when you, okay, so you, so you look at your diary, you know, six months in, and you've had a world of problems. Obviously, you go to a lawyer and have a consultation. You slap that diary down on the, on the lawyer's desk, and they take a look at it. They're going to be able to tell you, is this something... We need to go to court about, we should go to court, what's the appropriate remedy, how do we address this, because you have it all documented. Second piece is, now you bring it to your lawyer, they say, yes, time to file a petition, we got to get this order changed, right? File a petition to get us into family court. Six months down the road, you're scheduled for trial, you're ready to go in. Lawyer calls you, as he should, he or she, or should send you a letter far in advance of the trial date and say, hey, I'd like to come in and meet with you and prep you for trial. I'd like to have you testify. If you have any other information you think is going to be relevant for your trial, recordings or notes or anything, please give them to me so we can prepare far in advance of the trial date. When they do that, when they prep you to testify in your custody visitation case, one of the things they should be telling you is, if you don't remember something, say, I don't remember. And do you want to know why? Because that's a, a... I want to say it prefaces, but it's basically a foundation, as we call it in the business, for them to go into refreshing recollection. So if, you, so if they ask you a question like, okay, Mrs. So-and-so, you say that the father was never on time for pickup and drop-off. Do you remember how many times over the past five years he was late for pickup and drop-off? Uh, I don't remember. Is there anything that would refresh your recollection? Well, yes, if I could take a look at the diary that I prepared. Okay, ma'am, can you take a look at the diary? Now, do you remember how many times he was late for pickup or drop-off? Yes, 47. Okay, can you tell me what dates? Can you give me a description of how late for each event? Lawyers rely on you having these things at your disposal for you to refresh your recollection. And they do it all the time midstream of trial to actually get through the case. If a case has been pending for 5 or 10 or 15 years, and many of them have, you want to have that information at your disposal in any given time. So I think at the end of the day, those are the most important reasons and the why you would want to keep a diary and have all of that information together. So is there anything else that should be part of that diary other than your written notes? Well, a couple of people on TikTok responded and said, yes, I have a binder. And do you know what it has in it? It has schedules. It has orders. It has schoolwork. It has grades from school. It has teacher's reports. It has everything. Yes, it should be essentially a, almost a life book for your kid. 
And in some ways, it's nice to have because at the end of the day, then you have all of these things. Let's say your parenting relationship's going great. No problems. Now you've got a diary of all these meaningful events in your kid's life. You've got their grades. You've got their, hey, just won an award, student of the month. Okay, you've got everything. You've got, hey, mom's been doing great helping with the homework and we're getting all A's across the board. Or you know what? Dad made sure he was coaching the soccer team this year and they won the championship. Yeah, you got all those things there. It's a cool thing to keep about your kid's life to kind of chronicle everything that happens. It doesn't always need to be something negative. So I think the person that wrote in on TikTok and, and, uh, and said that she's doing that, listen, that's excellent. That was a really great idea to do it in that way. So again, we should you keep a diary in your custody and visitation case? Yes, absolutely yes. Always and not just, quote unquote, if you think your case is going to trial because lawyers don't have a crystal ball and neither do you and there's no way to know whether or not your case is going to end up in a courtroom at a trial. Um, how? We've already went through that. Why? Good explanation. And what? Everything relevant to best interest of the child and anything that's relevant to your kid's life, essentially. It should be a diary, a diary of your kid's life, bad and good. It's funny. I'll leave you with one last thing before we close on this topic. I, uh, some people know and some people don't. I spent many years representing children as an attorney for children. And we had a case many years ago that there was something like 30 petitions filed in a span of like a year in a particular case. I mean, this case was so contentious. And all along, one of the parties seemed like, you know, again, I, I think that with lawyers and judges, what they want is black and white. Every, everybody says, well, lawyers explain gray. Now, you know what? Most of the time in these cases, especially, we want black and white. We want bad and good. We want devil incarnate, parent of the year. But the reality is, that's almost never the case. People have strengths and weaknesses, pluses and minuses. You're going to fall somewhere in between most of the time. So in this particular case, the one thing that allowed me to see through the one parent's facade was that the other parent came in with a box of all of the communications back and forth, okay? And these are some of the things that should be in your notebook as well. And the person said, take a look at how this, this other person talks to me. Take a look at how they talk about the child. You be the judge. You tell me. Now, I'm not representing that parent. I'm representing that child. But reading all of those emails back and forth, you could see who the best parent was to foster a strong relationship with the other parent. And that was the biggest issue in that case for me. And ultimately, that's what helped me do my job best was to collect that information, theoretically, in part, a diary of the custody and visitation circumstance, and go through it. So again, I can't stress enough, yes, in every case, keep a diary on your custody and visitation case. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, if you have any other questions you'd like to hear us answer on the podcast, uh, send them to divorcestoriespodcast at gmail.com. If, you, if you'd like to have a consultation and you're in our area in New York, uh, Family Court of Divorce Matter, check us out at drvitranolaw.com. And that TikTok, I, I can't tell you, uh, I love doing that. I do two videos a day, uh, pretty much without fail. So definitely check that out. Uh, our TikTok account, at drvlaw, again, 5,000 people already. Uh, you know, I can't wait to be a 10,000, 20,000, 30,000. So if you can help me out, love to have you guys check out what we're doing there. It's pretty interesting. Thanks again for tuning in. Have a great day.